Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to 48 Hours ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Fans of the 48 Hours podcast know that a good lead is always worth checking out. And if you're a listener who enjoys from the car, you'll want to know that the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, the new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain or wherever your story takes you. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. In search of more mysteries to listen to, get an Audible membership. They've got the best selection of audio titles from every genre, including true crime, celebrity memoirs, business, and so much more. Audible is the ultimate destination for thrilling audio entertainment. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog. I recommend The Art Thief by Michael Finkel. I love a good heist story. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500. That's audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Audible.com slash 48 hours. Witness takes a stand in the trial of Patrick Frazee. Investigators believe Patrick Frazee killed Kelsey Barrett in her townhome on Thanksgiving last year. Day two of the murder trial for the man who allegedly killed his fiance. Today, day seven of the trial, investigators revealed the moments they found. This surveillance video of Kelsey Barrett and her one-year-old daughter at a Woodland Park supermarket is the last anyone's seen of the 29-year-old mother. If convicted, Frazee could face life in prison. Can certainly sense that we are in the final days of this trial, and it is certainly. Purple Creek is a small town. Teller County is a small county. We're up in like a minute. They have never seen anything to this magnitude. In Cripple Creek, Ashley Franco, KKTV 11 News. You've covered every second of this trial. What has the feeling been inside that courtroom? It's been cold, it's been very heavy and chilling. During the first week, we learned about some of the evidence in the case. Crystal Lee, Patrick Frazee's ex-girlfriend, is said to be the prosecution's star witness. Okay, it's uh, 11.15, again on the 21st of December 2018. Um, We're inside Kelsey's apartment with Crystal. You are seeing what the jury saw. Remarkable evidence the heart of the prosecution's case. When you came in, what did you see? Um, When I first walked in, I found blood all over the floor. I saw blood up the wall. Who is Crystal Lee? Crystal Lee is a rodeo queen from Idaho. She's very well known. And she's Patrick Frazee's ex-girlfriend. They'd known each other for over a decade. 
She's the bread and butter to this case. That's Crystal Lee wearing a police jacket and hat. Can you point to the area where you saw and clean blood up on the wall? She admits to cleaning up the crime scene and tells the prosecution the whole entire story of what happened. The spray was uh, from here all the way. She's the only person in the world that they have to possibly convict Patrick Crazy. We did a deal with the devil. There's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it in this case. But it's a deal that we made in order to move this case forward and to solve this crime. Sometimes in order to solve a case or move a case forward, we have to give a deal to the devil. Uh, That's exactly what we did here. Did you say that you cleaned off some of the appliances? I did. I wiped the front. There was blood on the front of the dishwasher. There was blood on the front of the stove. Crystal Lee was obviously the star witness for the prosecution, and she testified to things that the prosecution needed her to say in order to establish this case. I'm Aya Gruber. I'm a professor of law at University of Colorado Law School. I think there were doubts about Crystal Lee's testimony coming into it. Crystal Lee has trafficked in lies. Crystal Lee is saying he has been planning on killing Kelsey, and he had called me multiple times about it. There's poison coffee. There's a baseball bat, scented candles, a blindfold, phones that are pinging all over Colorado and and in Idaho. I got to tell you, it's one of the most emotional trials I've ever been through, and I've been through a lot of trials. Uh, The roller coaster everybody was put on, there wasn't anybody on this team that at some point I didn't have tears running down their face. We just got word that a verdict has been reached in the case against Patrick Crazy. Tell them try to take it. We're the the only ones out here. There's always a little bit of nervousness and question in the back of your mind. Just hours ago, we were hearing closing statements, and now, now we have a verdict. Crazy sits in this grim Cripple Creek, Colorado jail, put here by his former girlfriend, Crystal Lee. There's blood on the wall here, there's blood on the wall here, and there's blood right here. In disturbing evidence that you will see throughout the program tonight, she tells her story about a crime scene cleanup. I moved to the couch, I wiped the couch off. Um, there was blood behind the couch down the wall. A plan to transport a body. We brought the tote here. Okay. We unloaded the tote. And her help in making sure there would be no trace of it left behind. The things that were thrown into the fire by me were the, um, the belongings from Kelsey's house, the curtains, the pillows, the stuffed animals. The tale begins when these haunting images were captured. A mother in the grocery store shopping with her baby. 
Thanksgiving Day 2018, the last time Kelsey Barrett was seen in public. It's not the kind that runs off. This is completely out of character. It was Cheryl Barrett who reported her 29-year-old daughter missing after trying to reach her for days. Kelsey, we just want you home. Call us if you can, and we won't quit looking. At that time in early December, Woodland Park Police had not publicly named a suspect. We are treating Kelsey's disappearance as a missing persons case at this time. Can't eat and you can't sleep, and the stress won't end until we find her. Usually it was us four all together all the time. Ashley Cogburn, Amanda Smith, and Nicole Haywood had an unbreakable bond with Kelsey. They grew up together in Moses Lake, Washington. From the pictures, she's gorgeous, obviously, and very put together. And so you might think that she's, you know, this prissy girl, but she was not. She she was raised on a hay farm and very much a tomboy. Country girl. Yeah, she's out there driving tractors and, and bucking bales. And flying planes, she was a flight instructor. She a good pilot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was really good. She wasn't afraid to challenge the, the typical boundaries. So it wasn't a surprise when a Colorado cowboy named Patrick Frazee caught Kelsey's eye on a dating website in 2016. He was like a country boy, and that's what she was used to. That's what she liked. They started a long-distance relationship. Patrick Frazee lived on a 35-acre ranch in rural Florissan, Colorado. These are four dogs. They'll be our dogs to train this fall and winter. In this video, Patrick can be heard training cattle dogs. Pepper, that'll do. Down. He also shoot horses and groom donkeys. The black and white one is uh, Flash. Clint Klein has known Patrick for seven years. Patrick is uh, the farrier for the donkeys. People call them horseshoers and all that, but our donkeys don't have shoes. So he trims their feet. He trims their feet. It, he, he gives them, as we call it, donkey manicures. Klein says Patrick was quiet and dedicated to his work. He's kind of uh, laid back, you know, kind of stays to himself. Uh, he had his ranch to take care of. Eventually, Kelsey moved to Colorado from Washington State to be closer to Patrick, and they were expecting a child. Her mother, Cheryl, says they were engaged. Does she have a dress yet? No. I don't think she cared about the big wedding kind of thing. It was between them and God. Even after their daughter Kaylee was born in October 2017, the couple still didn't live together but shared parenting duties. He never came to see her, but um, she would, like, on her days off, she would go back and be with him. Friends say Kelsey was struggling to balance the baby, her job, and a long commute. Her relationship with Patrick seemed strained. She seemed to be kind of stressed out from the whole thing that she couldn't make him happy. Was Patrick emotionally abusive? Um, it appeared that way from uh, what I saw, and it seemed like it was just knocking her spirit down. Did Kelsey ever say he was physically abusive? No. Ashley says Kelsey once mentioned there may have been another woman in Patrick's life. I think Kelsey had mentioned one time about an ex-girlfriend who 
still kind of wanted to be with Patrick. Kelsey wasn't worried about it. I don't know if it was because she knew she lived far away. Kelsey didn't seem all that worried about it. After Kelsey was reported missing, police talked to Patrick. He told them that the day before Thanksgiving, Kelsey said she wanted to end their relationship. KKTV reporter Ashley Franco. He said that Kelsey wanted to go their separate ways and things weren't working out between them. They wanted to split custody 50-50 and they were just not meshing anymore. Patrick told police he and Kelsey met to exchange the baby on Thanksgiving Day. He also returned Kelsey's belongings. A purse, um, keys to the car, keys to the townhome, and then a gun that Kelsey owned. It was a gun, Patrick says, he had once taken from Kelsey for her own protection. Police say Patrick told them Kelsey struggled with depression, hinting that she may be suicidal. When you hear that Patrick said Kelsey was unstable, that she was maybe suicidal... No, no, not at all. It doesn't match up with Kelsey. Police searched Kelsey's home, but turned up no signs of foul play. Then Cheryl and her son went to the house to check it out. There was a mat, a, a like a rug of some sort in the bathroom, and it's gone. And she had also noticed that the refrigerator looked like it had been wiped down recently. You could see streaks. Later... Her son is in the bathroom and notices blood on the base of the toilet. And the alarms go off in their minds. Alarms go off. Kelsey's mother, Cheryl, alerted investigators who returned to the house. This time, they used chemicals to detect the presence of blood. They found trace amounts of blood everywhere in the bathroom. Do we know whose blood? DNA results showed it was Kelsey's. Investigators believed Kelsey had been murdered, but they needed more evidence. A closer look at Kelsey and her fiancé's cell phone activity Thanksgiving weekend would lead them to her suspected killer. Nature is a dangerous place. On Monsters Inside Me, the podcast... Listen to the life-or-death experiences of people who have survived animal attacks, natural disasters, and deadly parasites alike. Featuring audio from Discovery Channel, Science Channel, and Animal Planet, from hit shows like This Came Out of Me, Nature's Deadliest, Still Alive, and I Was Prey. Listen to Monsters Inside Me wherever you get your podcasts. June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Patrick Frazee was taken into custody this morning in Florissant, Colorado, just after 7 o'clock this morning, Mountain Standard Time. 
Nearly a month after Kelsey Barrett vanished, Woodland Park Police Chief Miles DeYoung made this grim announcement. Today we arrested Patrick Frazee on charges of first-degree murder of Kelsey Barrett. As a reminder, Patrick Frazee is presumed innocent until proven guilty. Patrick, what do you have to say? Despite the murder charge, Kelsey's body had not been found. As you can tell from the arrest, sadly, we do not believe Kelsey is still alive. Kelsey's daughter, Kaylee, is in protective custody and will be reunited with Kelsey's family. Patrick Frazee entered a plea of not guilty, but from the beginning, investigators had questions about Patrick's story, starting with his initial claim that the day before Thanksgiving, Kelsey told him she wanted to break up and, quote, go their separate ways. So this is Woodland Park? This is Woodland Park. Yet there she was shopping the next day for the family dinner. You see her grab a cart and and put Kaylee in the cart and then go off. And that's last time publicly anyone had seen Kelsey Barrett. What does she buy here at Safeway? She buys ingredients for a sweet potato casserole. Investigators wondered if Kelsey had broken up with Patrick, why would she send him this text? I bought some sweet potatoes in case you wanted sweet potato casserole. Kelsey didn't tell her mother she and Patrick were breaking up when she spoke with her Thanksgiving morning. Did she sound normal? Did she sound... Definitely. She, she sounded happy and... Normal mom-daughter talk. Yeah, yeah. Another big question investigators had was when Patrick said he last saw Kelsey. Patrick told officers that he hadn't seen her since Thanksgiving, November 22nd, when he exchanged their daughter, Kaylee Barrett. In images from a neighbor security camera on that Thanksgiving day, Patrick and Kelsey are seen at her door with a baby carrier after Kelsey returned from the store. You can see her holding a poinsettia. Later, Patrick is seen at that same location alone. We don't know whether he's coming or going. He doesn't have Kaylee, um, and he's not with Kelsey. And then that's it. University of Colorado law professor Aya Gruber has followed the case. The critical question is what happened in between around 1.30, 1.45 and 3.30 when they get that picture of him. Police say this is likely when Patrick killed her. Investigators have recovered um, a number of items that make us suspicious that the crime did occur at Kelsey's residence. Patrick told authorities he drove their daughter Kaylee to his ranch for Thanksgiving dinner. He said Kelsey wasn't with them, but investigators discovered that her cell phone was. They pulled cell phone records and found that on Thanksgiving Day, November 22nd, all of a sudden, Kelsey's phone and Patrick's phone started traveling together, but Patrick and Kelsey were not together. Investigators say Patrick took Kelsey's cell phone after he killed her as part of a scheme to cover his tracks. They believe he faked 19 calls between the two phones over Thanksgiving weekend and was sending texts between them, including this one from Kelsey's phone. I'm going running. I'll call you guys when I get home. His response, okay, be safe. The theory that the prosecution's going to put forward is that that was Patrick with her phone, and he's texting, pretending to be Kelsey. Two days after Thanksgiving, authorities believe Patrick concocted this conversation. 
Are you awake? Sorry, I didn't hear my phone. Going to jump in the shower. I'll call you guys when I get out. Okay. Then investigators believe to keep up his ruse that Kelsey wanted the breakup, Patrick sent this message. If this is truly what you want, I'll respect your wishes and give you space. On Sunday, three days after Thanksgiving, there was a bizarre development that would send this case in a very different direction. Phone records show while Patrick Sell stayed near his ranch, Kelsey's phone was on the move, heading west out of Colorado. There was a text from Kelsey's phone to her supervisor at DOS Aviation saying, I won't be at work. So people had thought maybe they heard from Kelsey. The next text from Kelsey's phone said, Do you even love me? That text pinged off a cell phone tower 800 miles away. Reports are correct that Kelsey's phone gave a location near Gooding, Idaho on November 25th. When that came out, I think everyone was was just shocked. And where's Kelsey? And where's Kelsey? No one knows where Kelsey is. So how did her phone end up in Idaho? This woman may have the answer. Investigators revealed that three days after Kelsey Barrett was last seen, her cell phone had pinged in Gooding, Idaho, 800 miles from her home. Tonight, we have new information about a 32-year-old Twin Falls woman that may have helped Patrick Frazee cover up the disappearance and alleged murder of his fiancée, Kelsey Barrett. At the time of Kelsey's disappearance, phone records show that Patrick was in touch with this woman, Crystal Kenny Lee. Crystal was a nurse and avid horsewoman who grew up here. This is Crystal's world. KMVT news director and weekend cowboy, Cade Atwood. We work hard to be able to do this on the weekends. Crystal and her family are a big part of the rodeo community, a very prominent family. Talk horses and that's, you're speaking her love language, you know. Michelle Stein is Crystal's best friend. Horses are her life. She loves horses. Take a look at this. And in Idaho, where rodeo rules, Crystal was royalty. In 2008, she was crowned queen of the Magic Valley Rodeo. She was so loved. Laura Stutzman has known Crystal since she was a teenager. Crystal was so kind with everybody that It was just so difficult (laughs) to turn her down in any way. Crystal had a reputation of getting what she wanted? No, I wouldn't say it was a reputation of getting what she wanted. Crystal worked so hard at everything she did to try to do everything completely correct. 
Authorities believe that it was Crystal who traveled to Idaho with Kelsey's phone. But when the FBI made their initial call to Crystal, she said she had no idea who Kelsey Barrett was. She also denied knowing Patrick Frazee. Then she changed her story. And they asked her, when was the last time you talked to him? And she said, I don't know, I'd have to look at my phone. And then says, oh, in the last month. And investigators are thinking, okay, but we already know that your phone has called his phone multiple times in the last few weeks. She says, I don't have a personal relationship with Patrick Frazee. I've gone to Colorado and looked at a few of his horses, and that's the extent of our relationship. She lies. She lies. Turns out, Crystal Lee and Patrick Frazee had a long history. They met after high school. Then, eight months before Kelsey disappeared, Crystal and Patrick's relationship heated up. Crystal was recently divorced with two children. She had been out here multiple times to see him, and it was type a type of affair. What did Crystal say about Patrick? Was she in love with him? I think she was, to a point. During the investigation, the FBI got a tip that Michelle had explosive information about the case. She says Crystal called and confided in her about a disturbing conversation she and Patrick had a month before Kelsey disappeared. She was very, very upset, very distraught. She had told me that he had asked her to take care of his baby mama. And you took that to me and she took that so to me. I was like... Well, I was in shock at first because people, who says that? Nobody says that. So I was like, wait, what? (laughs) And she said, yeah, he asked me if I would kill the mother of his baby. I mean, what are you thinking at that point? I was just in shock and disbelief. What was Crystal's tone when she was telling you this? She was bawling. She was crying. She was extremely upset and scared. Michelle says she asked Crystal why Patrick wanted to kill Kelsey. He had told her it was because she wanted to take him back to court to get custody of the baby. And he was in fear that she was going to harm the baby. Investigators found no proof Kelsey had harmed her daughter, but did find evidence that Patrick had planned to challenge Kelsey for custody and believe that may have been his motive for murder. Michelle says she pushed Crystal to call the police. I kept telling her, I think you need to call and tell somebody. See, you got to understand, I'm trusting her to do the right thing. But I think, Michelle, people watching will say, call the police. Say, you need to talk to my friend. Someone's asking her to kill someone. you're right. Okay, of course the viewers are going to think that. But do you have regret? Of course I regret it. I regret it every day. Oh, my God. I would do anything to have stopped that somehow. Kelsey had been gone about a month before Michelle talked to the FBI. And when the FBI went back at Crystal a second time, she too was ready to talk. I think at that point she kind of knows I have to come clean. But first, Crystal wanted a deal. In exchange for her testimony against Patrick, she agreed to plead guilty to evidence tampering. She admitted to getting rid of the gun, to tossing Kelsey's keys in a canyon, and destroying her phone. It's a tampering with evidence charge, which is a minor charge compared to murder or, um, you know, accessory to murder or attempted murder. She only faces, at max, three years in prison. 
this is a pretty good deal that she gets. What Crystal revealed to investigators would become the center of the prosecution's case against Patrick Frazee. When I first walked in, I found blood all over the floor. I saw blood up the wall. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite gripping investigations ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash ad-free true crime. That's amazon.com slash ad-free true crime to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. When Crystal Lee finally started talking, she didn't stop for four and a half hours. Her story was stunning. She claimed Patrick tried to get her to kill Kelsey three different times. The first idea was to get a caramel macchiato from Starbucks, Kelsey's favorite drink, and put poison in it. Two months before Kelsey went missing, Crystal says she drove 12 hours from Idaho to this Starbucks near Kelsey's home in Colorado. Hi, welcome to Starbucks. What can I get started for you today? Crystal, a nurse, told investigators she suggested the perfect potion, a lethal dose of Ambien and Valium. This is the drink. That is the drink Crystal Lee had ordered to put poison in to give to Kelsey Barrett. So Crystal brings this Starbucks caramel macchiato right here. Waits in the alleyway, walks up to Kelsey's door, knocks on the door, and Kelsey, tells... Kelsey opens it? Kelsey opens it, tells Kelsey this elaborate story. She says, I'm new to the neighborhood. Someone had told me that you had helped get my dogs out of trouble. And Kelsey says, no, I didn't do that. Does Kelsey take the coffee? Allegedly, Kelsey takes the coffee inside and closes the door and from there we don't we don't know what Kelsey does with the coffee but Crystal says she couldn't do it she didn't poison the coffee and when Patrick found out he was angry he was furious he was not happy that she didn't go through with it he would play head games with her a lot Crystal's best friend Michelle Stein He just had a way of manipulating her into doing things. After Crystal said she couldn't go through with the poison plan, she told investigators Patrick came up with a different idea. He says, um, I have a metal pipe that I'll leave 
outside my property that you can come pick up. And I want you to go wait for Kelsey at her townhome. And when she comes, hit her on the back of the head. The way Crystal tells it, she drove to Kelsey's house with that metal pipe, but didn't attack her and drove back to Idaho. A week later, she says Patrick called with a new murder plan. Once again, Crystal drove from Idaho to Kelsey's Colorado townhouse. Crystal claims she waited for Kelsey outside her home, this time with an aluminum baseball bat. But just like her earlier attempts, she says she chickened out. It's just hard to believe these stories. They seem outlandish and wild. Phone records show Patrick called Crystal in Idaho around 4.30 on Thanksgiving Day. Crystal said he told her, you need to get out here now. You got a mess to clean up. Crystal says that she can't come out that same day, um, but will come out a few days later. Um, She's in Idaho, loads up the car with cleaning supplies, bleach, um, hair nets, you know, gloves, trash bags. She basically brought the equivalent of a hazmat suit and every sort of cleaning product that one might see in one of those uh, TV shows about how to clean up a crime scene. Two days later, on Saturday morning, Crystal says she drove 800 miles to Patrick's ranch to pick up a set of Kelsey's keys he left for her outside. Then she says she drove to Kelsey's home. Crystal tells authorities she opens a door and the scene is horrific. There's blood everywhere. According to Crystal, Kelsey's body was not inside. And then spends, you know, three to four hours cleaning and scrubbing the the murder scene. She takes some of the things that she couldn't clean and puts them into trash bags and loads them in the back of the car she was driving. Crystal claims Patrick was back at his ranch during the cleanup. There was a point in time when Patrick Frazee had told Crystal Lee, when you go to clean up her townhome, there is possibly a tooth somewhere. Crystal said she found that tooth and put it in a trash bag. Crystal told investigators after the cleanup, she met with Patrick. She described to them how he said he lured Kelsey to her death. Crystal claims Patrick invited his fiance to play a guessing game with candles. She says that he takes a sweater from Kelsey's room and blindfolds her with the sweater and has candles sitting out in front of Kelsey and is telling Kelsey to guess the scent of each candle. During her interview with investigators, Crystal said Patrick told her while baby Kaylee was in another room, he took a baseball bat and, quote, he went to swinging. After killing Kelsey with that baseball bat on Thanksgiving Day, Crystal says Patrick told her he put her body in a black tote. This surveillance image shows Patrick at an ATM earlier that day with a black tote in his truck. Crystal went with investigators to Patrick's ranch. She told them that she and Patrick went there together, and she watched him burn that tote. He poured gasoline in the bucket and pitched it into the fire. I believe yesterday you said that you also collected wood and put into the burn pit? Yes, I did. Police later examined the spot where they believe Kelsey's body was burned. 
Crystal also went with investigators to Kelsey's home. She's wearing that police jacket and hat. The floorboards had been removed for testing. point, if you remember, where the tooth was? Around the tooth, what was there, if anything? There was blood on the chairs. There was blood on this chair. There was blood on the table. There was blood on the Hobby Lobby bag that was sitting there. She pointed out where she claims she intentionally left blood for them to find. Right there. On December 21st, 2018, Patrick was arrested at his ranch and charged with Kelsey's murder. This is a case without a body. Uh, this is a case without a lot of physical evidence. So what we mainly have connecting Patrick Frazee to an incredibly brutal and violent crime is Crystal Lee's testimony. Crystal, who had cut that deal with prosecutors, seemed shaken when she appeared in court after she turned herself in to authorities. The Crystal I knew could do no wrong. But the Crystal that has done the things that came out of her mouth is somebody I don't know. And that leaves Laura Stutzman with one question. Why? Why do you think Crystal helped Patrick? See the evidence photos on 48hours.com. Almost a year after Kelsey Barrett's disappearance, there was a long line to get a seat in the courtroom at Patrick Frazee's murder trial. Uh, I think a lot of people that knew Patrick, they don't think that the uh, candle story adds up. Frazee's friend, Clint Klein, was there almost every day. I don't know of any guys that would have thought of going out and buying candles and having their girlfriend be blindfolded and then smell the candles. You think that had to be a woman's idea? I think so. Frazee was driven from the jail in a black SUV. He entered the courthouse through this white tent, out of sight from the media. Security was tight. No cameras in the courtroom. District Attorney Dan May. I got to tell you, it's one of the most emotional trials I've ever been through, and I've been through a lot of trials in my career. Prosecutor Beth Reed painted a picture of Patrick Frazee. Very charming, very manipulative, and controlling. All traits consistent with being a sociopath. Ashley Franco summed up the defense case. No body, no murder weapon, and no clear motive. They had said, you know, Patrick wasn't involved. There's no evidence to show he was involved. And Crystal Lee had already lied to law enforcement, so she's the one to blame for this. On day four, the prosecution's star witness, Crystal Lee, took the stand. Her credibility was on the line. I don't think we would have known what happened to Kelsey without Crystal Lee. I started picking up things that were blood spotted. For two days, prosecutor Jennifer Veeman asked Lee to describe Frazee's plan to kill Kelsey Barrett. They bolstered their case with surveillance videos and photos. 
This one shows the black tote in the back of Frazee's truck that Lee says he would use to dispose of her body. When you came in, what did you see? Blood all over the floor. I saw blood up the wall. I saw blood on the lift wall. Most disturbing. Prosecutors played that video of Lee inside Kelsey's home, showing investigators how she cleaned up the crime scene. Did you say, correct me if I'm wrong, did you say that you cleaned off some of the appliances? I did. I wiped the front. There was blood on the front of the dishwasher. There was blood on the front of the stove. Um, there was um, that cinnamon roll pan had blood on the um, tinfoil. They had pulled up the floorboards where they found Kelsey's blood. They showed video of a hay barn where Lee says Frazee hid Kelsey's body in that tote overnight. A cadaver dog alerted to the area. This is a surveillance image of Frazee at a gas station. Lee says he was buying gas to start a fire. We brought the tote here. Okay. We unloaded the tote. Okay. Kelsey's body was moved to Frazee's ranch. Were you present when he started the fire? Yes, I was. Okay. This is the video that shows how Lee says she helped Frazee burn Kelsey's body in that black tote. What about the accelerant? Gas. Okay. And burned evidence, including Kaylee's toys and Kelsey's bloodstained Bible. Do you remember what the books were by just... One of them was her, uh, I would imagine it was a Bible. Experts say a human female tooth fragment was recovered from Frazee's ranch near the burn site, but there wasn't enough DNA to determine a profile. At the end of her testimony, she told the jury Kelsey's chilling last words, please stop, but he didn't. He keeps beating her and beating her and beating her. The jury needed to hear that. They needed to hear how brutal this was, how uncaring he was, how senseless this was. Why would Lee help Frazee? She claimed she feared for herself and her children. She was in love with Patrick Frazee and had been for a long time. As the trial went on and, and we saw that dark side of Patrick Frazee that Crystal saw, that Kelsey saw, I think you can understand some of that fear. Uh, I, I don't know that we'll ever understand entirely why she did what she did. It's, it's fairly inexplicable. Perhaps the most shocking testimony came from a surprise prosecution witness. Your last witness, I think Jaws dropped when he started testifying. Tell me about him. We didn't know about him. Prosecutor Beth Reed says the surprise witness was an inmate at the same jail where Patrick Frazee was being held. He actually had started calling our office while we were in the middle of trial. The former inmate had watched a 48 Hours episode on Kelsey Barrett's murder. Turns out, he says, Frazee gave him a hit list. Some of the names, handwritten on paper towels, he was instructed to flush. Describe to me what was in the 16 notes passed between Patrick and the former inmate. Well, they were requests that a certain number of witnesses needed to disappear. But it was very specific as to Crystal Lee, graphic descriptions of what needed to happen to Crystal Lee. He described putting a bullet in her head. 
Also on Frazee's hit list, Crystal Lee's best friend, Michelle Stein, and Kelsey's mother, Cheryl Barrett. What does that say about Patrick Frazee? It says that Patrick will do whatever he wants to get whatever he wants. The defense called no witnesses. Frazee chose not to testify. The case went to the jury. After three and a half hours of deliberations, a verdict. A verdict is in in this 11 breaking news alert. The jury says they unanimously found Patrick Frazee guilty of first degree murder. Frazee was found guilty of first degree murder, sentenced to life in prison plus 156 years. Do you think if Patrick hadn't involved Crystal, he would have gotten away with Kelsey's murder? Yes, I do. I think it's very possible he would have gotten away with that. Involving Crystal was, that was a stupid plan. The whole plan was stupid. But he wanted Crystal Lee to pin it on. As for Crystal Lee, she's facing a maximum of up to three years in prison. I think a lot of our viewers are probably thinking, Crystal Lee, given what she's admitted to, got a really good deal. She did. And um, uh, it's, it's not right, and I'm not going to try to justify it in any way. Uh, it's unfortunately a part of my profession that sometimes in order to solve a case, we have to give a deal to the devil. Uh, that's exactly what we did here. If you could sentence Crystal Lee, what would it be? Uh, heck of a lot more time than three years. She could have saved Kelsey so many times over so many months, and it's totally inexcusable. Is this justice for Kelsey and Kaylee? Can there ever be justice? Justice in this case? Kelsey would be sitting here talking to you, not us. Excuse me. <laughs> um, so we can cer certainly seek a certain amount of justice, but not the justice that this case deserves. After Kelsey Barreth's death, her parents took over the care of her toddler, Kelly. Welcome to your next true crime obsession. Don't miss new BritBox original drama, The Sixth Commandment, which The Guardian calls as immaculate a piece of TV as you will ever see. You will hear evidence of extreme gaslighting. Help me, please. I am going to be waiting on you, hand and foot. Stream this plus the best selection of British true crime series anywhere, only on BritBox. Once you start investigating, you won't be able to turn away. Start streaming today with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. My husband sees a shot to the head, please. What's his name? Robert. He's a firefighter. This is a case about sex, lies, money, and murder. Who would do something like that to a guy like him? 48 Hours, Saturday at 10, 9 central on CBS.
In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money, and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. 